Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call it Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Call us right now with your home improvement question. Call us with your do-it-yourself dilemma. We're here to help you get the job done. Hey, coming up this hour, we've got tips to help make sure your appliances are running right. First up, we'll tell you what you need to know about your fridge. You know, there are a few easy maintenance steps that you can take that will help maximize your refrigerator's lifespan and its energy efficiency. That will save you some bucks. Also ahead, we're going to tell you how to increase your dryer's efficiency and find out what time of day is actually best to use your dryer during the summer season. Plus, we'll tell you how to go green while you're growing green. It's nice to have a beautiful lawn, but it's even nicer when you can do that with earth-friendly products. We'll tell you all you need to know in just a bit. And we're giving away a great prize from Ryobi this hour. It's a OnePlus Power Tool Starter Kit worth $109. So call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Leslie, who's first? If you're thinking about selling the house, that's what Jay in Alabama's doing, and we can help you all with that. Welcome, Jay. Well, I've got a, two projects on, on the horizon and can't decide which one we want to go with. Okay. First would be uh, doing a kitchen upgrade. Um, it's, we've got the appliances are all three years or younger. We moved in three years ago, and we've replaced the dishwasher, the stove, and the refrigerator. So they're all new, newer appliances. The question is, should we invest our money in replacing countertops, tile? Uh, they're custom cabinets that um, my wife's grandfather built for our house, doing you know the faux finishing. Or would our money be better served by investing in, uh, we have a back deck, taking and redoing that deck to put a roof over it and closing it uh, with a screen so you have ceiling fans and making more space in Alabama that you can use um, on these hot, hot evenings and mosquito-infested nights, I guess. Is the deck makeover a popular project in your part of the world? I mean, do you see a lot of homes that have these screened-in back porches? Yeah, about 50-50. A lot of okay. times, you know, in new construction, they just go in and do just the deck, where right. it's just an open deck where the added benefit would be if it were covered. Um, then, obviously, you could sit out there any time of day, and with the screen, um, you know, keep the insects away no matter what time you're 
sitting out there. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm looking in the cost versus value report for 2007. And for okay. East South Central, which encompasses the Alabama state area, we're looking at a 91.4% return on investment for a deck addition. Okay. So that's pretty good. And for a kitchen remodel on the minor end, we're looking at an 85% return on investment. So for all intents and purposes, it's they're pretty similar. So I'm thinking you could do a combination here of you know, doing a little more uh, spruce up in the kitchens to make sure it's presentable for sale. And then if you're telling me 50% of the homes in your neighborhood have screened in porches, then you don't, then certainly that's a good improvement. Yeah. And one that okay. will be attractive to a buyer. Good. Thanks for your time. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Sandra in Pennsylvania needs some help with some cleaning of shingles. What's going on? Tell us about it. Yes, I have white shingles on my home that's about seven years old. And on the side, of course, it's the front side that doesn't get (laughs) as much sun. We're getting black streaks down it. Is there any way to clean them off? Well, why would dirt present itself on the side of the house that no one's going to (laughs) see? Yes, that's true. (laughs) <laughs> and the reason for that is because the sun is a, is a natural mildicide. The yeah. shingles will get mildewy, they will get mossy, and they do need to be cleaned from time to time, especially on a very, very shady side of the house. So here's what you need to do. You need to apply um, a mildicide up there. Now, you can use bleach and water. You can use one of the commercially available roof cleaners. And then you need to let that sit for a while, and then you need to brush it off. Usually, you have to have somebody go up there with sort of like a broom and a hose and apply the material, let it sit for a while, then brush it, and that'll clean it up. And then, after you get them nice and clean, what we're going to suggest you do is add a copper or a nickel ridge vent to the peak of the roof. And the reason you're doing that is because when rain hits it, some of that metal releases into the water and it acts as a mildicide and, and scrubs that roof clean. The third thing that you should do is see if there's an opportunity to trim back some of the branches, some of the trees that on that shade. shady side so okay. that you can get at least some sun over there. I'm not talking about, you know, cutting them all down, but just, just a little... Just thinning things out, perhaps. Exactly. will make a big difference. Okay. Thanks very much. I appreciate you, your help. You're welcome, Sandra. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Pit. You are tuned into the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Now you can call in your home repair, your home improvement question, 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, some cool tips to make sure your refrigerator has a very long life. You're in a Money Pit. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high-efficiency air cleaners. For more information, go to AprilAir.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And you should pick up the phone and give us a call at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Let us know what you're working on. Let us know what you might need a fresh approach to. You know, sharing your thoughts about what you're working on is always a good way to get inside tips on how to get the job done right and get it done the first time. One caller that we talked to on the air this hour is going to win a great prize. We are giving away the Ryobi 18-volt 1-plus starter kit. This 
is a great prize for the weekend warrior who's looking to start an excellent tool collection. The kit includes an 18-volt drill and a circular saw. And the best thing about the OnePlus system is that the batteries are completely interchangeable with any and every OnePlus tool. So you can just build upon your power tool arsenal with these two batteries that are included in your prize kit. It's worth 109 bucks. Pick up the phone for your chance to win. Give us a call at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Let's talk now about your refrigerator. You know, it works pretty hard, but it needs regular maintenance to avoid a breakdown. Now, the easiest thing that you can do is to keep it clean. The coils on the backside of your refrigerator must stay clean for it to work efficiently. Here's what you need to do. Pull the refrigerator away from the wall from time to time and vacuum. Do it about every six months. Also, if you have one of the old-style refrigerators with a drain pan underneath, be sure to pull that pan out and clean it frequently to avoid mold growth. Do those two things and your refrigerator will work super efficiently and last for a very long time. Hey, do you have an appliance question? Do you have a roof question? Do you have a floor question? Call us right now. Soup to nuts, floorboards to shingles at one eight 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 money pit Leslie, who's next? Now we're going to talk to Adam in Kansas. You've got the money pit. What can we do for you today? Hey, Tom and Leslie, I'm having some, uh, my wall is bowing downstairs in my basement. That's not good. Like how no, much of a bow? Um, well, they said on the west side of the house it's going about an inch, and on the east side of the house it's about a quarter of an inch. Hmm. So my question is, uh, you know, I'm having these contractors come into my house, and one says put in the steel I-beams, one says put in the wall anchor system, and, uh, you know, I really can't decide which one I want to go with or what's the best for me. Okay, stop um, getting the advice from the contractors. You have a structural <laughs> problem, Adam. And contractors, unless the contractor also happens to be a professional engineer, should not be dealing out structural engineering advice, which is exactly what they're trying to do. And they're all going to try to sell you their system that they like to work with. You have a serious problem here, and it affects the value of your home. It affects the safety of your home. So what I recommend is that you hire a structural engineer to do an inspection of these basement walls and then to design a very specific repair. You take that design, you give that to contractors, you let them bid on that, let them execute the repair as designed by the structural engineer. Then, do one more thing, Adam, have the structural engineer come back and give you a letter that says it's all okay, it's all done correctly. Because now what you've created is sort of a pedigree, and if you try to sell your house and somebody sees that bow in the wall and all the repair work, you can just explain just that. You had an engineer design a repair, you had it done, and you had the engineer recertify it, and those walls will be just as good as new with nothing to worry about. But if you don't take those steps, you really don't know what quality of service and what quality of repair you're going to have at the end of the project. Okay. Well, I appreciate all your guys' help, and I uh, love the show. You're very welcome, Adam. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Amanda in Nebraska is looking to install a dishwasher. Hopefully we can help. What's going on? How easy is it to install a dishwasher, a built-in dishwasher, and put the fixtures in for, like, the piping and stuff for a house that has never had a dishwasher in it? Well, first of all, Amanda, you need enough room to do that. Um, to the left or right of the sink area or somewhere in the cabinet area, would you have a space that's 24 inches wide? Oh, yeah. Okay, because that's the space that you need for a dishwasher. So you need to carve out that space. Now, if you happen to have, for example, a 24-inch drawer base or a 24-inch cabinet that you can remove and you don't mind losing that much storage... Then it's a now, perfect fit. 
Yeah, now it'll fit fine. Um, in terms of the uh, the plumbing itself, not that hard to do because the lines are flexible. You can have a flexible water supply line that connects up, and you can also have a flexible drain hose that connects up. Um, is this house over a uh, crawl space? Mm, no, it's just a regular house with an attic. Yeah, but is it on a slab? What's underneath the kitchen floor? Oh, no, there's a full basement. Oh, okay. So then you have access to get under it. You have uh, access between the cabinets. So it's actually not that terribly hard. You have to run the wiring so you can plug it in, and you have to hook up the plumbing. So you have to drain line, and you have the hot and, water, hot and cold water supply lines, and you need okay. to carve out the, the uh, space in the cabinets. Those are all the projects that are involved. You know, if you're a, a handy person, it could be a do-it-yourself project. If not, uh, a plumber electrician could bang the whole thing out for you. Okay. And can you put one under a sink? Like under the kitchen un- sink itself? Under a sink. You know, um, Leslie and I have been looking a lot into the topic of universal design. And I know that we have seen dishwashers that are split that have drawers so that you have almost two dishwashers in one. But I've never seen one that fits under a sink. Have you, Leslie? No. And then you're putting the dishes so low to the floor that it becomes a tripping hazard and it becomes sort of a backache every time you have to bend down and get them. Okay. Yeah, you really want to put it to the to the side of the kitchen sink. That would be okay. the place to put it, okay? Alrighty, thank you very much, and I love your show. Thanks, Amanda. Adrian in Florida, welcome to the Money Pit. What can we help you with? Uh, yes, ma'am. I was wondering, I've got a problem with my cold water. It seems like uh, I get spurts of uh, high pressure at times, and uh, I've got a filter system on my house. And I just want to know what can I do about it or how do I fix that? All right, well, Adrian, what you're probably going to want to do is this. Um, you're going to have to check the pressure when it comes into the house. Are you, uh, do you have a, a domestic water or is this well water? Domestic. Uh, All right, you're water. gonna you're gonna want to have the plumber check the pressure at the main valve of the house. See what kind of water pressure you're coming in with. It might be that you have excessively high pressure and you need to put a pressure reducer on the main water line. That'll solve the problem. Oh, where, where would I put that at? Is that like something a plumber would have to do? Yes, because it's going to have to go right on the main water line, probably right after or right before the main water valve. Chris in Michigan's dealing with a leak. How can we help? Um, I have a three-year-old house, and I have uh, an air handler that's up in my attic. And uh, the air handler has a 16-inch flex tube that goes out to my living room. Okay. And it is collecting moisture hmm. during the winter months. So you have condensation that's inside of it, Chris? Lots of it. Huh. And it's leaking down um, the living room wall. Wow. Um, was the flex duct securely connected to the register? Yes. Okay. Because I think there's a leak in there. Two things you can do. First of all, I would check all the connections on the ducts. And secondly, I would take some steps to reduce the amount of humidity up in that attic space. Um, a three-year-old house, I'm going to guess, that probably doesn't have enough attic ventilation because builders tend to underventilate these days. What we'd like to see is a continuous ridge and soffit vent. And we want to make sure that the type of ridge and soffit vent that are selected really have a lot of opening to that. Some of the vent systems that are out there now um, don't seem to have very much airflow. But if you flush out that attic with uh, as much passive ventilation as you possibly can, that's going to reduce the condensation considerably. And and the other thing that you can do is you can add additional insulation on top of that duct so that the warm, moist air that's coming up from the house 
um, doesn't strike a super cold duct and condense. So three things. Check the connections, improve the attic ventilation, and add some more insulation around the duct systems. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Chris. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Carolyn, Missouri, welcome to the Money Pit. What can we do for you today? Hi. Um, I need uh, to have a question answered about caulking around your tub. Sure. Well, how can we help? Well, I had my bathroom remodeled, and they put tile around the tub, but it doesn't seem to go all the way down to the tub itself, the tile. Of course, there's grout in there. Well, that has since eroded away, and every time I caulk it, it just doesn't stay. Ah, because you don't know the secret way yeah, to caulk your tub. Yeah, there's a secret trick. Oh, yeah, good. good I was hoping somebody would help me. No problem. Um, first of all, when they put tile in, they, they just always grout down to the tub lid, but... The tub is always moving, Carol. It's always expanding and contracting, and especially as it gets filled up with water, if you step inside of it for a shower, it kind of pulls down and stretches down. I thought so, that was my imagination. No, it is absolutely not. It is absolutely not. So what, what you can do is sort of fake it out. Here's what you do. First of all, get rid of all of the old grout, the old caulk. Make sure it's really clean. Okay. Then fill the tub up with water. Fill it up as much as you possibly can. Water is very heavy. It weighs ah. eight pounds per gallon. Yeah, and make sure that that area where you pulled that grout or the existing caulk out of, make sure it's really dry in there before you go and refill it because you don't want that extra moisture back there for when you do recaulk it. What if there's not enough that green board all the way going down all the way behind the tub. See, that's what I think is a problem, too. Then what you want to do is caulk that gap, and you do it with the tub filled with water because this way, after the caulk dries, mm -hmm. you can let the water out, and the, the tub will sort of go back up and compress. And when you step in the tub and take a shower, it's not going to pull down again. It's not going to pull out. So clean it really good. Fill the tub up with the water. Caulk it, Carol, and then let the water out, and you will be good to go. And you'll have a caulk joint there that's really going to last a long time. Wonderful. There had to be in secret. I thought, why, are they, why is it doing this all the time? There was a solution. Hey, are you not in love with your front door or your back door or your patio door? Maybe it's looking a little worse for wear. Well, there's less than two weeks left now in Thermatru's Ugliest Door in America contest. Details at MyUglyDoor.com. You could win a $5,000 door makeover for one of those doors in your home. But you need to enter right away at MyUglyDoor.com. Take a couple of photos of your house. Send it in with an essay or just shoot a video. Entry details are all at MyUglyDoor.com. Fourth year in a row they've been running this contest and you might just be the winner of a brand new beautiful entryway from Thurbertrue if you enter today at mildlydoor.com. All right, well, a free front door is a great idea. And another great idea for making over around your house is your yard. Up next, we're going to have some ideas to help you take care of your lawn with a green thumb and a green conscience. So stick around. You're, You're listening, listening to Extreme, Extreme How-To How Radio. The Money Pit is brought to you by Citrus Magic, the all-natural super strong air freshener, available in spray and solid form. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And spring is sprung, and it's that time of year that you really want to have that lush green lawn getting ready, growing, so that you can really enjoy it all summer long. And why not? A healthy lawn, it's not only beautiful, 
but it also provides great benefits for the environment. If you didn't think so, it actually does. For example, what you don't know is that every 2,500 square feet of lawn produces enough oxygen each day for a family of four. That's pretty amazing. Well, now there's a way that you can take care of that lawn and the environment by going green in more ways than one. Tell us a bit more about that is Ed Uhas. He's Divisional Vice President for United Industries. They're a manufacturer of Stay Green Fertilizer. Ed, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? We are excellent. And Ed, there seems to be a lot of interest in not only going green, but growing green this year. Can you talk to us about some of the trends and how the green environmental interests are impacting lawn care? Well, there have been a number of counties and municipalities that have passed ordinances banning the use of phosphates. And one of the ideas, uh, new items that we've introduced this year is called Stay Green Phosphorus-Free Fertilizer. And it's basically removing the phosphorus from the bag of fertilizer. And quite simply, fertilizer has basically three nutrients in the bag. Nitrogen, which makes the grass grow and green. Uh, Phosphorus for root development. And potassium for all-around development. So the challenge is how do you get the root development with less phosphorus? Is that correct? That's right. And, And the way that happens is that phosphorus is a naturally occurring product within the soil. And um, many industries, or excuse me, many municipalities have believed that there is some runoff from fertilizer into the lake streams and watersheds. Mm-hmm, which and then becomes your water supply. That's correct. So at the United Industries, we've been the first uh, company to introduce on a national basis a, a line of phosphorus-free fertilizers, which we're introducing at Lowe's right now. So how exactly are you able to accomplish that? How do you take the phosphorus out and still get the root growth that you really need to sustain a healthy lawn? Well, I think there's two ways of looking at it. For an established lawn, like most of us have, phosphorus is a naturally occurring mineral in the soil. Okay. And if you're not sure, you can get a soil test, and many county agencies have an extension service, and you can just call one of those, and they can come out and do a soil test for you. Now, for a new lawn, um, you can buy a starter fertilizer that has phosphorus in it, and the counties and municipalities have not outlawed the use of starter fertilizers for that reason. Because that's a one-time only thing. That's correct. And that's how you would establish or you would start a new yard using a starter fertilizer. So Ed, it sounds to me like what we're talking about here is getting much more accurate in the application of fertilizer and all the components that make that up and that we have to date been essentially over-applying products that we didn't really need to. For example, the phosphorus, since it occurs naturally in the soil, then truly we don't need to add it unless it's a brand new lawn. Is that correct? That's true. I think the other thing to remember here, too, is that you have to be a good steward around your own environment. That means once you've applied your fertilizer, don't leave it sitting there on your driveway or your sidewalk where it can get rushed down into the sewer system. Sweep it off the sidewalk and the driveway and sweep it back onto your yard so the rain can soak it in. I think if if consumers do that, a lot of the problems would have disappeared. So it's basically a good stewardship practice as you're applying lawn fertilizer. So it's really not so much leaching through the soil system. It's the wasted or the misuse of it that sort of just gets washed in. That's right. It's the runoff. And it's just being somewhat sloppy about the way we treat our yards. And if if consumers had just basically swept again the the remnants off of their driveway and their, their, their hard surfaces and put them back on the lawn, I don't think we'd be having this discussion. And do you find that it really takes a savvy homeowner to sort of figure out what their lawn specifically needs to get it looking the way that they want? Or have the products really come so far where you can sort of just pick something that seems like the right choice and it's going to do the trick for you? Well, it is confusing. I mean, there's no doubt about it that the lawn and garden section of any store is is confusing, particularly to the novice. 
Um, but there are typically within stores, there are people there to help you out and help you find the right product. But when in doubt, uh, just a straight lawn fertilizer will do you no harm. And if you read the directions carefully in terms of when to apply it and how much to apply it, you'll, you'll be perfectly fine. Great advice. Ed Juhas, Divisional Vice President for United Industries. Thanks so much for filling us in on ways that we can be good stewards, as you say, of our lawns. We can go green and we can grow green all at the same time. Ed, thanks for stopping by the Money Pit. Okay, my pleasure. Well, keeping on the green scene, did you know that you can take some of the heat off of your energy bills this summer by running one of your appliances at the night instead of during the day? We're going to tell you which one after this. You live in a Money Pit. The Money Pit is brought to you by Ream Water Heaters. For dependable, energy-efficient tank and tankless water heaters, you can trust Ream. Learn more at SmarterHotWater.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And is your front door in need of a major overhaul? Did you know that upgrading your front entry can add thousands of dollars in value to your home? Hey, what about the back door or even your patio door? If you think you've got an ugly door but you haven't gotten around to replacing it, now is your chance at a free makeover worth up to five grand. All you need to do is enter our Ugliest Door in America contest sponsored by Thermatrue. That's right. Thermatrue is looking for the worst looking doors in America, and they're going to pick two of the absolute ugliest. Winners are going to get a brand new Thermatrue front, back, or patio entry system worth 5000 bucks. you got to enter now. There's only two weeks left at MyUglyDoor.com. And speaking of great prizes, we're giving one away today on the show. It's the RYOBI One Plus Starter Kit worth 109 bucks. If you want to win it, pick up the phone and call us right now at one eight 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 money but it's going to go to one caller to today's program, which could be you. Leslie, who's next? We're talking to Jeff in Montana here at the Money Pit. What can we do for you in your home today? Well, we've got an old house built in 1899. It's got the old original glass, and it. it's all uneven glass. We want, to, we want to try to retain all that, but yet we want to bring it up to a higher value of, you know, insulation. As far as energy efficiency. Mm-hmm. Yes. We want, we want to go with ground source heating, and they're telling us with this kind of windows and stuff, we're not going to be able to make the house airtight enough. Yeah, you got to have a really efficient house uh, to be able to get efficiency out of your heating system. And so what you want here, Jeff, is sort of the best of both worlds. Leslie, I think that there may be a decorator trick here uh, where Jeff could replace the windows with the thermal pane window, but perhaps create a- another window that hangs inside of that that has some of the original glass. I've seen this done with stained glass. I've seen it done with seated glass, with blown glass, and it looks pretty cool. There are several options. In fact, Pella has something. It's called the Designer Series Window, and it's actually three panes of glass, although the third pane is really sort of like non-functional. It acts more as a slider or opening. It pivots into you that you can slip in a decorative panel from something that you can have printed from an image or some of their stock photography or textures or even colorations that offer you privacy or just change the look of the glass. I've even seen seated glass you can get at 
glass doors to manufacture things for the home on a smaller scale, but I wouldn't reuse what you have. It's just not going to give you the R value or the efficiency that you want from a, a thermal pane glass. So Jeff, there's really two options. You can buy new windows that have old styling yet give you the efficiency, um, or you could take some of that old glass and use it to create um, an insert that sort of hangs inside the newer window that will give you some of the effect of the old, but still allow you to have some protection from the elements. Does that make sense? Yes. Well, we would like to find someone that would be able to do that, that could retain our original glass and maybe put it inside an, an Energy E-style double-pane window or use it as one of the panes. Or Well, Jeff, let me give you one more suggestion. Um, have you thought about doing something that worked well for many, many years, for 50 years in this country, and that is to simply add a good quality storm window and keep the old that's, windows? That's what we would like to do, but we want to be able to show off these windows also with all that cross-hatching yeah. woodwork mm-hmm. and pop tabs. Yeah, Jeff, I think an interior storm window is a really good option. Yeah, in fact, Allied Window, you know, they make an invisible, almost custom aluminum store window, and they're really great for historic and even other renovation projects that you want to maintain some of the historical integrity of the building. So check them out at their website, AlliedWindowInc.com. Jeff, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Joe in West Virginia wants to talk plumbing. What can we do for you? Is it okay to put the copper pipe into concrete? Joe, it is completely possible to install copper inside of concrete because it's done all the time with radiant floor systems. A couple of things that you have to be concerned about, just where the pipe enters and exits the the concrete itself, you have to leave room for expansion and contraction. And another thing that you can do if you're worried about any sort of abrasion is the copper pipe itself can be wrapped with a sleeve or a tape that kind of will act as an insulator so that the pipe can expand and contract inside the concrete because copper does expand and contract a lot. So for example, if you were going to do an embedded hard right angle of the copper pipe, you would probably want to have some insulating tape around there so it had some give and didn't push against the copper, uh, against the concrete as it was moving because that could cause a break. But it's been done for years. It works very, very well, and there's no reason for concern about any chemical reaction between the copper and the concrete. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. All right. Well, we here at the Money Pit love to share green tips, especially when they put more green in your wallet. You know, cooling your home takes a lot of energy because your AC not only has to cool the air down to the temperature that you're asking it to, but all of the things inside your home that absorb the heat, like your furniture and your bedding and your drapes. Yeah, those things need to cool down too. And your clothes dryer, this creates a ton of heated air, which completely adds to your cooling bills and takes away from your comfort and your your wallet. So make sure you run your dryer at night when the outside temperature is much lower. It is just a smart thing to do. It's way more efficient and then it doesn't have to work so hard because it's keeping the temperature outside cooler and you're not going to be asking for the demand so much. Be smart. Save money. Speaking of appliances, up next we reach into our email bag and answer some of your questions, including one on the best type of cooking range for a kitchen island. That's coming up after this. Money 
Benefit is brought to you by Bear Premium Plus Ultra Exterior Paint and Primer in One with advanced NanoGuard technology to help you save time and money while preserving your home's exterior finish. For more information, visit Bear.com. That's B-E-H-R.com. Bear products are available exclusively at the Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And if you like the advice and the info that we offer you each and every week here at the Money Pit, you will love, I guarantee love, our free weekly e-newsletter. It comes to your inbox every single Friday, and there's always something new to learn. And did I mention it was free? And in our next e-newsletter, we're going to have a great way to use an otherwise dead space in your house by constructing built-ins. We'll tell you what you need to know in the next edition of the newsletter. Sign up now at moneypit.com. And while you're visiting our website, go ahead and click on the Ask Tom and Leslie icon and shoot us an email with your question. And every week at this time, we jump into our email bag here to get some questions answered. I've got the first one from Susie in Lexington, Kentucky, who writes, I'm installing an electric range in the island in my kitchen. What is the functional difference between a slide-in and a drop-in range? And what's the best way to vent the range if I have a second story above? A vent in the island venting through the floor? Yeah, actually, you, especially if you have a crawl space or a basement underneath, that is the right way to vent uh, an island range. You just use a down vent, and you go down through the floor, and then in between the floor joists, you run the ducts, and then out the side of the house. Now, the difference between a drop-in and a slide-in is really just stylistic. They're just two different types of appliances. The slide-in, you actually would have the heating elements on top and then the controls in front. With a drop-in, everything would sort of be on the flat. Mm-hmm. And I've actually seen some really beautiful stainless models, I think in the slide-in, that have a, um, a vent system that's built into it that sort of operates sort of high-tech. It comes up and down and then sucks all the moisture away. It's really fantastic, and they look beautiful and professional kitchen-like. That's the downdraft ranges, and they are terrific because it sure beats having the big, ugly hood overhead. Do you need a new way to get and to stay organized? Well, you might want to get all that clutter off your desk and onto the wall where it's easy to see and easily accessible. Plus, with gravity working for you instead of against you, because you can only put so much stuff on there. Leslie's got some tips to help you do just that in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Yeah, this is a great project. I love to make them for my house and projects on home makeover shows. It truly is a lovely organizer that you can personalize to match any space in your home. You want to head to the home center and get something called Homosote. It's a compressed gray paperboard that makes for a perfect push pin holding organizer for you and your family. It's usually sold in about four foot by eight foot sheets at lumber yards and home centers. Sometimes you have to go to a smaller specialty store, but you can find it. Have them cut the piece to whatever size you want. Have them cut a bunch of them. Take them home. You'll use them. I promise. You can fit it into a wall space anywhere in your home. Then go ahead and cover the entire piece with fabric and staple it right into the backside of each panel. You can use the fabric as is or you can even add some ribbon to create a fun and useful decorative grid pattern detail to any of the pieces that you might want to use as an organizer. And go ahead and hang this new organizer on any wall in your home by just attaching a picture hanger to the back side. If you want to really get snazzy, put up a whole bunch of them in a grid pattern and then paint column and row titles so that you can keep classes and assignments properly sorted. Now all you need to be organized are thumbtacks. It's easy to do and they look great. 
This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. That's all the time we have this hour. Hey, coming up next week on the program, it is blackout season. Why? Well, with all the summer storms and the demands of air conditioning, we get a lot more blackouts. That's why we're going to teach you about a new system that could actually repower your entire home within 15 seconds of a blackout. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Pit.